Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayton. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time, most of the time, but not this time. Sometimes. Because it's time... The out-game so Pokedex. The... What, what'd you say? I said the out-game Pokedex. The out-game, yeah. Because you said the in-game. In this is out-game. This is out-game. We, we, we're kind of working on our own Pokedex when we write our own entries, but this time we're actually... I guess we didn't make these. We've made a computer make a bunch of <laughs> entries using uh, AI software. Uh, we're, we're, we're back. We're doing, we're doing AI Pokedex entries again because something has gone terribly wrong and we couldn't do a normal episode this week. And I'm just going to, I'm predicting it now. This, this, this episode's going to go up when, when something terribly wrong happens. Something terrible happened. Uh, but so, so yeah, uh, we'll, we're going to fill in the gap with, with one of, one of these again. Um, and I've got a, a new, a new wrinkle, a new twist, uh, this, this time, um, because... Brayden has pressed another AI into into, <laughs> yes. into service. Yes, and also I, I guess uh, just a just a disclaimer uh, now since AI has been generating a lot of uh, discourse lately, uh, and particularly in regards to uh, AI generated art, which I think is pretty pretty clearly bad. And like like we had some fun with like the. What was it called? The the Dolly, Dolly image generator thing, and there's like actual like companies like and people generating AI art that just it just it's all based on art from actual artists, and it's like kind of so it's, it's taking all of that work, and people are passing that off as their own, and like asking for credit when they generate stuff like that. There was hmm. uh, a famous uh, manga artist that passed away not not too long ago, and people started like generating art in his using style. AI based on his work, and it was wildly unethical and, and not cool. Uh, huh. So, just uh, just a, a a warning or a clarification up front that I think AI is very fun for for goof 'em ups and laughs and. Anything beyond and that, morally I think, is, questionable for, gets, for get, other can things. get kind of dangerous. So don't, uh, I don't know, I guess don't don't give in to uh, the incredible power of AI, um, I, I guess. And because... Or do. And yeah, Skynet I, all of us. Yeah, Skynet all of us. Um, just, uh, I, I just don't need to give, you know, big Elon Musks and corporations, like, more tools to not pay people basically all those big elon musks out yeah, there you know you know the, you stomping know the around the skyline those elon kaijus oh my gosh now now everywhere. i've got i've got ideas for a video game mm-hmm. <laughs> get those big elons uh it's called shadow of the musk oh my gosh <laughs> chase gosh. them all down now that's yeah actually that was pretty fun chasing around giant elon musks and, and destroying them that's yeah. great Anyway, we uh, all, all that all that said, I've, I've introduced another AI uh, into our our Pokedex entry generation tools. I guess we we've been getting AI entries from AI Dungeon, um, which is uh, I think it's AI Dungeon.io, which is a, a fun fun resource. It's more of a like kind of a, a game where you can kind of do like a text based adventure. 
Um, but I also recently found out about uh, Inferkit, I-N-F-E-R-K-I-T dot com, which is just a strictly like text-based AI generator. So you put in some text and it spits out the rest. Uh, and I, I found out about it from the, the YouTube series Act Promptly, which is, is, is very cool. It's like a kind of like a Jackbox inspired kind of improv comedy show that has like a host and then like a bunch of streamers playing. It's, it's, it's pretty fun mm-hmm. and funny. And they, and some of the episodes they use uh, AI generated prompts um, for their, for their little improv. Ah. And it's, it's quite funny. And so they, they use those uh, with Inferkit. And so I figured I bet that could come up with some Pokedex entries too. And um, some of our later uh, Pokemon that we'll talk about quite down the line got very repetitive in AI dungeon. And so I wanted to mix things up a bit here. Uh, so, so from from this moment forward, every uh, Pokemon in in the 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 Goofy verse or whatever we called it that one time uh, is is <laughs> is gonna have two entries. Uh, the first will be from AI Dungeon, and the second will be from Inferkit. I uh, again, I've I've done a little bit of massaging here and there, but not not too much. There was a a, a few in Inferkit where it was like had a, generated like one solid sentence and then a bunch of like nonsense, and so I would maybe sometimes like com- combine a couple different generations sure. uh, to make it a little more palatable, but uh, I, th- I think they're good and we should, uh, I guess hop right into it. We, we, we covered a lot last time we did what like Caterpie and like Starly and Squirtle Swaddle. So Squirtle uh, could shower its foes with needles uh <laughs> Uh, War Turtle used the scraps of stones and metal that collected in its mouth as a weapon. Uh-huh. Uh, I have no memory of any of this. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, you know, fair, fair most remember can control them the emotions of how... any Pokemon within a huge range. Oh, I do remember that, and I remember Mega Blastoise having the strength of an SUV. <laughs> yes, and the speed of a Mig. Yeah. <laughs> so you wow. know, powerful, powerful stuff. Um, there is uh, there is one Gigantamax entry we've got coming up that I just couldn't get Inferkit to come up with anything for, so we'll 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 skip that when we come to it. But but anyway, uh, we're we're starting off with an exciting one. Do you remember our, our our old friend Evie, the little 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 puppy, little adaptable pokey Pokemon puppy? I guess it's a puppy. Sure. It's uh it's genetic code is irregular. Um, it's uh, adaptive to to harsh and different environments. Kind of weird genetic makeup. Um, yeah, we did uh, we did like all the evolutions like one after the other. I, yeah, I, this was our fiftieth episode extravaganza. Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna take a take a stroll down memory lane here and, and see what uh, what the AI can come up with for for Evie. Okay, so here we go into the Goofy verse or whatever. <laughs> um, Evie says. It has three different forms, a normal type, an ice type, and a human type. (laughs) No one is sure how it changes form, but it is certain that it can change. (laughs) We're positive it happens. No idea how. So this changes everything. Uh, Evie's... So we've got... This and it doesn't seem to be evolution. It's just like at the base level, Eevee like, can turn into normal type, ice type, and human type. Human type? Human Are there type. Eevees walking among us? Oh no! That we don't know. They've, they've infiltrated us. We don't oh, know how they change. Like secret wars. 
Oh my gosh, the, the scrolls, the EVs have, have, the EVs are among us. Oh, it's too late already. They've oh infiltrated every level of government. Do you know Joe Biden's an EV? Oh no. <laughs> this is wild, yeah. Um, yeah, human type just has all kinds of implications, yeah. really. Uh, yeah. Also, there also, is an ice type EV. Yes, right, evolution. But, but, but that's an evolution, not a form. Right. It has three different forms. Normal type, ice type. It's uh, The shiny Eevee is more, uh, it's definitely more like kind of icy colored. It's like mm. kind of a very light blue, white, but yeah. Also, no one is sure how it changes form, but it is certain that it can change. So you've seen regular Eevee running around. You've seen ice type Eevee running around. You've seen human type Eevee running around. Uh-huh. But they want to make sure that we're aware that these aren't all distinct Eevees. One Eevee can change between all of these types. Yes. And but we, they we, don't know how it happens. can't figure it out. We There's no, like, uh, you know, you usually you give it a like a like a leaf stone or a, or a, or a thunder stone turns mm-hmm. into Jolteon, but there's no human stone. Um, there's no, like, human-covered rock that you need to level it up nearby. <laughs> like, human stone. What would a human stone be? Uh, it's like a kidney or something. Gross. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so I'm assuming that someone has locked an Eevee in a room, and they're like, no Eevees in or out. There is only the one. And I was watching it, and it was normal type, and then I had to go, like, get some lunch, and I came back, and it was human type. So I don't know how it, it did it. Or even if we've seen it change, we still we just don't know how it did that. Like maybe it just bloop. Now it's human type. Like and you're like, how did that happen? Yeah, it's, uh, Schrodinger's changing Eevee. Schro- yeah, Schrodinger's shapeshifter. Yeah. Um, cool. Um, ominous. Uh, but you can uh, you can kind of see the base DNA of like Eevee's actual right. Pokedex entries in there. Yes. Like. Struggling forms. For, for for air, trying to yeah, trying to surface, <laughs> but not quite getting through the the AI for of, of AI dungeon. Um, what uh, what do we have from uh, Inferkit though? Inferkit says about Eevee, this Pokemon can adapt to any environment because it is a common because it is common in every environment. It must be the guardian of every home. <laughs> However, in battle, it gets easily frightened. Oh. Uh. The, the, the Guardian's conundrum. <laughs> so, this Pokemon can adapt to any environment? Sure. Sounds like actual Eevee. Yeah. Sounds like real entry. Um, because it's common everywhere, sure. it must be the Guardian of every home. <laughs> every home. Okay. <laughs> Do not follow your logic. <laughs> I mean, like, cats are pretty common everywhere, but they don't, they don't have, they're not pressed into service. They must be. <laughs> it's like we we needed to pick one animal to be the guardian of every home so we picked this one because it's common in every environment or for i guess uh for like for pokemon like um we every every home requires a guardian pokemon and since ev are everywhere and adaptable everywhere um that's what yeah we think. that's a good point every home does kind of need a guardian mm-hmm. in pokemon that's true, and so it would be would be nice for homes to just kind of have like a a state issued guardian Pokemon, um, right? So that and, they don't just get trampled by Tauros or something. Yeah, or or in this case, a 
a state-issued EV specifically because it must be the guardian of your home. Right. However... Yeah, unfortunately... Uh, not a very good guardian. No, it gets easily frightened in battle, so... Uh, hopefully your home is one where it can evolve quickly, I guess, into something that's maybe less skittish, but, uh, uh, that's, that's the law, unfortunately. So you gotta, it's gotta be Eevee. Yeah. It it must be. It must, I love that. It must be the guardian of every home. Good. (laughs) It's just like the, the, the phrasing of like, you understand what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) No further explanation is required. Here. And naturally, because it is common in every environment, it must be the guardian of every home. <laughs> of course. Of course. It should. It follows. It only <laughs> is natural. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Well, interesting. Uh, get your uh, federally mandated EV. And fingers crossed, you don't get a human type one. Ugh. <laughs> and uh, any of them can become. It is certain that they change, Braden. Any certain, of them could become human. It's certain type. that they can change. At least, who knows if they will? Um, maybe, maybe they change to humans when they get frightened in battle. So I am I not know. interested in encountering a human type EV. No, I'm, thank you. Not interested in encountering any human type Pokemon whatsoever. I'm picturing. Do you remember? I don't know if you. Uh, how. There was an episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me where they talked about whether a human-faced cat yes, or a human-faced cat human or human-handed dog. I'm yes. imagining human-type Eevee as being uh, an Eevee with human hands and a human face. Yeah, which is pretty yeah. bad. That's not great. I mean, Gajinkas are like one thing, but this is like a practical, like the, a human-type Pokemon is not what I think of when I think of that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, let's we've we've got we've got one more entry for for Eevee. This is for its Gigantamax form from from AI Dungeon here. Let's let's see what happens if uh, if you really get this boy pumped up. All right, big Eevee, Gigantamax Eevee. This Pokemon's body is entirely integrated with seven separate Eevee cells. <laughs> As a result, it gains in Eevee's eight different abilities. What? So it's its own. And then an ability for each of the seven different. Uh huh. It's uh. Are they seven enormous cells? <laughs> Is this a seven-celled organism? It has eight evolutions. Also, is the thing. Oh, uh, okay. So they're so... one short. But they only they only uh. need seven seven separate EV cells. Maybe they're uh. It is like, okay. No way. So it there's there's the base Eevee, and then that base mm, Eevee is integrated with seven other Eevee right, cells, right? So that it has the power of every possible evolution, right? Because it's got specially designated cells from each one, and ze- and thus gains Eevee's eight different abilities. <laughs> is... You know, each one has its own distinct ability. Which I guess mechanically in game, like Pokemon have abilities, and if each of Eevee's evolutions have different abilities, if it just had all of those, that'd be pretty unfair, I suppose. But, yeah, seems seems extremely powerful, Gigantamax um, Eevee. Alternatively, um, cells could be referring to like a like a group of individuals. Mm, um, so interesting. The, the, there are underground EV cells, you know, yeah. spread around the country, <laughs> and when it gigantamaxes, they they all bunch up in its types. collar and get it, make it super big. Secret human types in hiding. 
Yes, yes, it, they, 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 they get activated. <laughs> Someone speaks their code phrase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they integrate. Um, they integrate giving... into one Gigantamax Eevee like a Voltron. Yes, which gains all of their different unique abilities. Um, like a Voltron. Like a Voltron. Or a Megazord. But... I never watched either of those shows, so I don't actually know if they have all of the abilities of the different crew members. Um, I know Megazord, for the most part, does, but I I, I don't know a gosh dang thing about Voltron, except for the, the combining part. Um, Megazord is Power Rangers, right? Yes. Okay, Megazord. Yeah, and Eevee is Pokemon, and it's uh, got interesting stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. All, all of these entries, I think you can see the 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 outline of its actual entries, kind of like I said. Yeah, they're like gesturing at it. It's like they're trying to. It's like they're feeling the original entries under a sheet, so they like yeah. know what they're shaped like, but they don't really know what they are. Like, oh, they got they got cells and types and adaptability environments. Yeah. Sure, sure, okay, yeah, Guardians yeah, of Every it. Home. No, I get it. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm like, oh no, you don't get it though. <laughs> no. Uh, well, um, Will, why don't you why don't you tell me what the AI dungeon thinks that uh, Vaporeon uh, gets up to? All right, uh, Vaporeon. This water type Pokemon is aggressive and can spray a powerful jet of water. It can even consume nearly one thousand gallons of water in one gulp. <laughs> Whoa! One gulp. <laughs> one one gulp. I'm imagining like the volume that such a gulp would produce. Just the like blurp. To... What is one thousand gallons? How big gallons. is a one thousand gallon tank? Very uh, big. Like like very big. My turtle is in a forty gallon tank, and it's like <laughs> weighs like a lot when it's full. I don't. Okay, I do see some images of 1,000-gallon tanks. And it's, it's like basically an like, aquarium. Like, Well, it's like those, uh, you know, at, at the gas station, you see, like, the big tank of gas. It's basically just, like, one of those, that, that big round the cylinder. Big tank of gas. You mean, like, a propane tank at the gas yeah, station? Yeah, like, like a big propane tank. Okay. Yeah, but one gulp? One gulp. Slurps it right up. <laughs> Glurp? I, uh... I love how normal the first entry starts. I mean, a little weird that it's aggressive. It's um, aggressive and it sprays water. It's like, yeah, this could be applied to any water type Pokemon. Right. And I guess the second one could be too, honestly. But, <laughs> but it's, yeah. Well, v- yes. V- Vaporeon. Uh, I, guess, I guess not. Is Vaporeon, uh, why, though? But why would you consume <laughs> nearly 1,000 gallons of water? Do you need we, it? We. It's made of... Like, water, I know it can, like, kind of uh, melt away into the water, if I recall correctly. Oh, yeah. Um, I it's, remember it's, that. Yeah. That was a weird thing about Vaporeon. Its cell composition is similar to water molecules. That's As right. a result, it can melt away into water. It can just X-Men into a jellyfish water beast. Right. And I guess maybe oh, it could... such a weird series of entries. Yeah. I guess it could, it could just kind of... In the process of melting in and out of uh, that one thousand gallon tank of water, just kind of sloop it all Consume up. Consume it all. 
Oh, uh, I guess I should say nearly 1,000 gallons. Not not quite. We you can't quite hit 1,000. Yeah. That's too much to ask. No, no. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... Is it, I, okay, they can do it. Are they doing it routinely? Do they need that much water? Are we, were we just were we just testing like how much they could gulp in, in one yeah, gulp? Yeah, right. Like, or are we concerned that Vaporeons are going to drink the entire ocean and we are right. in trouble? You know, right? Um, well, uh, we may be if uh, if our next entry from from Inferred Kid here has anything to say. Uh oh, Vaporeon likes to fight on the ground. In fact, this water type likes to roll in the mud and play in it too. It also adores water of any kind and will suck up water from rivers and fountains. <laughs> so if it can go at like a 1,000 gallon per gulp, you know it can suck up a river dry. Yeah, it'll drain that fountain dry in a, a bare moment. Yes. The um, river the river is done. Hey, but don't worry, the river's gone. It's it's just mud now, and that's okay. It likes to play and roll around in the mud. Where too. does all the water go? <laughs> I don't know. There's not enough volume in Vaporeon. It just integrates it into its cells and becomes larger and larger. It's spraying powerful jets. Maybe that's how it does the powerful jets. <laughs> it does one gulp of a thousand gallons, which is immediately ejected out of every <laughs> orifice at a high pressure spray. <laughs> the ultimate water type Pokemon. <laughs> the ultimate attack. Yeah. Well, like, um, so it, it it doesn't like to fight in the water. It in fact loves to play on the ground and roll around in the mud. But if it mm-hmm. sees it any water around, it, adore, it, it adores water of any kind. It, so it doesn't like to be in water. It likes water to be in it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and it it's 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 uh, doesn't care what kind of water it is. This this isn't uh, uh, Suicune here going around, you know, purifying. Purifying. Yeah. Stuff. Whatever. It's, River water. Fountain water, bring it on. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'll suck up water. So yeah. Um I feel much more like Vaporeon is like an environmental uh menace than I than I did previously. Yeah. It's uh it's just you know, there's I guess it doesn't say that it needs to, but it just says, yeah, it, it will suck up water from rivers and fountains. Um, it happens. And I guess just be aware. That's that's less um, worrisome if, like, removed from the, the last entry of your head. <laughs> <laughs> right. If I didn't know about, like, the clip, the, the, the rate at which it could. It gulps. And the yeah. fact that it says suck up water, like, makes me think that it's, like, going to town on these rivers and yeah, fountains. Yeah, no. So... Gulp, gulp, yeah. gulp. There, there it goes. Um, <laughs> Vaporeon. Love it. Um, just just a, a real, real, real uh, tall drink of water. That, <clears throat> that dog. The tallest. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, that's, that's our water uh, type EV Lucian. Let's, let's, let's go on to Jolteon here and, and see what the, the AI Dungeon's <clears throat> got for us. All right. Jolteon. This Pokemon can charge its batteries up to produce a powerful, thunderous reaction. It can also slow down the passage of time for its enemies. <laughs> okay. Whoa! <laughs> you you had me had me on board. Although it's it's it its batteries are, are interesting. Is that like yeah, is it have actual battery powered? Yeah, I guess so. Like, or maybe there's like an organ in it that is like a battery. Mm, it says batteries. <laughs> it says batteries. <laughs> um. 
What kind of batteries do you think Jolteon takes? Um, Triple A's? Double A's? No, those, those are like 9 volts, I think, at D-cells? least. 9 volts? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but regardless, it can charge them up. Somehow. Somehow. And produce a powerful thunderous reaction. I'm not is... sure thunderous is a word. <laughs> thunderous is a word. Thunder... Thunderous applause. No, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah. It just means loud, right? Yeah. Big, yeah like, so like thunder. It can make a big loud sound with its batteries. <laughs> yeah. Um, and... Its battery reactions just also... kind of tacked onto the end here. You know, removed from electricity entirely. It could slow down the passage of time. For its enemies. For its enemies. So Which does is... that mean that it's... That seems like it would be advantageous for the enemy. Um, You know? If your perception of time slows down, you have like more time to right. think and act. I was thinking of it like make, making your foe suddenly move in slow motion, but I think it's the opposite. It feels like the opposite would occur. It feels like a bad so, idea. And also an, an incredible... You know, an time passes power more. To have. Time passes more slowly for me though now, and so I can't move. This is I can't I can't wrap my head around this one way or the other. Honestly, it's I mean, my first it, thought was like um, there's a character in the uh, Dragon Ball Z in the Ginyu Force whose name is Goldo, and whenever he holds his breath, he freezes time basically. Okay. Um, for his enemies, so then he goes and beats them up or whatever. While his breath frozen, is while he's holding his breath held. So right. as long as he holds his breath, he can move, and no one else can. Yeah. Um. So that that was that was my first thought of slowing down the passage of time for 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 opponents. Seems uh, extremely powerful, by the way. Just a yeah. Note. Yeah. Um. A little a little OP, but don't worry. He's he's pretty weak. He's the weakest member of the Ginyu Force, like physically. So it it works out fine. Um. Spoilers for Dragon Ball Z and the Frieza saga. Um, <laughs> but, uh... A 20-year-old anime. Yeah. Jolteon, powerful thunderous reactions that seem... Can you imagine just hearing this powerful thunderous, like, roar from the batteries in a Jolteon and then suddenly <laughs> time starts, like, slows down around you? Like, Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I would certainly be intimidated by Jolteon's level of power, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, it can control the movement of time. But I'm like, why, though? <laughs> I don't so... even Even if, okay, uh, leaving all that aside, the fact that, that Jolteon can, can, has dominion time... over the passage of time. <laughs> to any uh, extent, is, is, is wild. Alarming. Yeah. Do um... you think that it's just like, the AI is like electricity powers. Okay, so you mean like time travel? <laughs> like it's, well, I don't know how you got on. there, but it it can also slow down the passage of time for its enemies. Not yeah, I, I I don't know how they got there, but um yeah, Jolteon, watch out! It'll keep you younger longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So, or its enemies, I guess. So just charge up them batteries. Yeah, somehow. If they can't do it, I know that. Um, Jolteon, I need you to lie for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't. Well, I don't know, maybe I can. Maybe we can do more than one lie. We'll, we'll see. In the in the live-action Pokemon, like, 
the the andor style detective pikachu show that we all mm-hmm. deserve um so our next entry for jolteon from from Inferkit starts off kind of normal uh, but kind of devolves by the end but i kept it in anyway because it was amusing to me so this yeah. is this is this is as is <laughs> for, right. for Inferkit. the the real uncut stuff yeah the jolteon is a dual type pokemon that uses electric type moves it is covered with electric looking spikes jolteon (laughs) evolves into flareon at level 22 the pokedex entry for jolteon is 51955 a uh okay i have some quibbles some I like the idea that it actually is a dual type, but it only uses electric type moves. So like, right, right. <laughs> I also like that they call they start the sentence with the Jolteon. The Jolteon. <laughs> you know the Jolteon. Yeah, like this is this is, this is some David Attenborough cadence, basically. And it is indeed covered with electric-looking spikes. Yeah, which is well observed. Yeah, and well, yeah, well described. Honestly, like they they are they look like electric, I guess. And there are spikes. However, uh, it does not evolve into Flareon at level 22. That is no way accurate. It did not evolve into anything at all. And, uh... Yeah, it then is we, not then, then Pokedex we got some, entry number 51,000. Some, some winning lotto numbers for you here. I don't, know, I don't know how it came up with 51955, but there you go. And then I think it cuts itself off after a certain character count, but it it started to do sense. It's just it like had ah. more to say. <laughs> just uh, just an A at the end. There. You never know. Yeah. So uh, you know, uh, the Jolteon, powerful dual type, uh, electric, using spike, time slowing, powerful battery, Pokemon. You know the one. Um. Yeah. I mean, so far, all of Eevee's forms appear to be hiding powers that i was previously unaware of yes that are, the, that are uh really pretty impressive so far yeah vaporeon the the 1000 gallon gulp yep um jolteon and jolteon can affect the passage of time affect the passage of time and evolve into flareon evie it's can a, turn into human type human type <laughs> and yeah well uh let's uh let's see what what uh what flareon can do oh flareon yeah jolteon evolves into flareon yeah um, my jolteon just evolved <laughs> All right, Flareon's first entry from AI Dungeon says, This Pokemon can set anything on fire from a distance with its fiery breath. It is highly courageous, but also very arrogant. Ooh, love that. Love that. Love the vibes. Love the detail. Very good. And that, that first sentence almost sounds like uh, like a Pokedex sentence. Yeah, straight up. Um, Again, could be applied to most fire Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, distance like, fire through the conduit of breath. Yes, good. I would I would typically assume that there are some things that can't be set aflame. That's true. I did say anything. Yeah, this Pokemon can set anything on fire. But you Water, know, that's the Pokedex air, says ice. things like Charizard being able to melt anything or whatever. Yeah, so that's true. Right. So we're not at all outside the realm of possibility for Pokedex. Yeah, this is there. this is our, our, our standard level of, of, of vexation for, for, for our <laughs> show. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. But very rarely do we get um, like character aspects. Traits. Yeah, the, the, the hubris of, of Flareon. Courageous <laughs> but arrogant. 
Yeah, so that's a dangerous combination. Yeah, um, truly. And I guess I guess kind of derives probably from its you know fiery nature. Um, yeah, but thematically appropriate, certainly. Yeah. But uh, Infricate, though, kind of digs in a little even more to its uh, its emotional side. All right. The Infricate entry for Flareon says, Feisty, passionate, independent, and fierce. Flareon's greatest asset is its ability to guide and inspire others through compassion and friendship. Wow. Courageous and arrogant, but also just like a, an inspirational friend. Are you sure Infricate wrote this entry and not a Flareon? Yeah, that seems like it. I love the just, first sentence is just feisty, passionate, independent, and fierce. End sentence. These, these are like lines on uh, on the cover of, of Poke, Pokemon Weekly with, with Flareon <laughs> on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, yet, despite all of those extremely uh, admirable traits, its greatest asset mm. is its ability to guide and inspire others through compassion and friendship. Like, Flareon's a natural leader. Yeah, it's just yeah. This is this is they're they're hyping up Flareon so much here. Like, uh, we know it was arrogant in the last one, but 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 think of all the, all the good it can do through its compassion and friendship. Like this this is like a, a teacher of the year award to, to to Flareon or something. Honestly, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, no no like new remarkable extraordinary abilities from Flareon, but just like a a wealth of personality. I guess. Yeah, I can't believe how well written these entries are and how. <laughs> How much they could just be in the Pokedex, and I wouldn't really think anything of. Although I guess they yeah. don't normally talk about like their ability to guide and inspire others. And yeah, like or that. just they're like, I, we just don't get so many adjectives usually. Yeah. I guess. And a little weird that it's one of its defining traits here is independent, but also its a greatest asset is its you know compassion. Yeah. And inspiration, but okay. I guess you, I guess you can be independent and compassionate. Um, those aren't it likes exclusive. to inspire others, but it doesn't hang around. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> compassion and friendship, it says. But, you know, yeah, for the most part, independent and arrogant and courageous, I guess. And <laughs> able to set anything on fire from a distance. So, Yeah. Yeah. I, just I, a, that's a, a pretty powerful skill set. Yeah. I wish I had those abilities. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Flareon. Vote Flareon 2024. Um, <laughs> Feisty, the, passionate, independent, fierce. If, if anyone endorses Flareon, it seems to be uh, AI generators. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> um, well, let's uh, let's see what uh, what Espeon gets up to. Remember Espeon? It could, like, kind of uh, predict the future by, like, mm. the wind in its fur or something. Oh, uh, or, yeah. Sure. Yeah, Silver said by reading air currents, it can predict things such as the weather or its foe's next move. Yeah, you know how air currents have yeah. all that information in them. Uh, I just read that entry and just it felt so not out of place from all the entries we've been reading, which Honestly, is wild. Yeah. yeah, but uh, let, let's let's see what uh, what AI Dungeon has to, has to play with. All right, Espion. It has a playful and cheerful personality, but can experience a devastating sorrow. Oh, no. It draws strength from the emotions of others. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a, like most people, or, you know... Yeah, Espeon's <laughs> just 
got depression. Anybody can experience a devastating sorrow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sometimes it gets down. Like, that's okay, Espeon. Yeah, you just... You don't have to be happy all the time. That's not realistic. And when when you're not, you know, just draw strength from the emotions of others. Yeah. Um, Espeon, very relatable. Yeah. Although, as a Pokemon, drawing strength from the emotions of others makes me think of it like sucking up my emotions to then shoot in, like, some beam of, of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know, which emotions, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, does it draw strength from any emotion? Because then it, that, right. that could sways into kind of toxic territory, you know? Yeah, that depends. Espeon is the... prospering off of my sadness or frustration. Right. Like... <laughs> the, the type of beam it shoots uh, varies depending on the, the type of emotion it, it draws strength from. What emotion it's been eating that day. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like, uh, it's like, uh, what, like Monsters, Inc., you know, where they, they, they gain power from, like... Uh, screams. Screams, like horror, fear, but they also can yeah. get power from... Like laughs and, and and happy emotions, so you know emotions. They... Yeah, spoilers for Monsters Inc. Brain. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're 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 going back through the through the years. We're spoiling Dragon everything. Ball Z, Monsters Inc. Yeah, you're on notice. <laughs> All right, well, um, let's. Uh... I just I want to say playful and cheerful personality, but can experience a devastating sorrow. Same. Yeah, it's uh, same as beyond. It's uh, it's too real, too real. Um, well, let's get a bit more of a, a visual description of, of, of Espeon uh, from, from Inferkit here. All right. With its crisp aura and light blue fur, Espeon is a strangely beautiful Pokemon. Its long, elegant neck is smoothed where it rests against its trainer's shoulder. <laughs> it's got a little trainer divot in its neck. <laughs> and, it's, and its long, elegant neck, like a swan's neck. Like, like a well-worn groove in a sofa or an armchair. I was just so on board. It's like, oh, it's strangely beautiful. It's got this crisp aura and the light blue fur instead of purple. But I was like, I was just picturing this very kind of like beauteous espion kind of with a glow to it. And then its neck just kind of stretches out and gets longer. <laughs> <laughs> so it rests on my shoulder. Rests that neck right on the shoulder. There you go. That, that, that great big gorgeous, elegant neck. <laughs> um, so that that's what Espeon looks like. Uh, in case you weren't clear, a lot of a lot of pictures you might see. Uh, it looks like it has a uh, a short regular size <laughs> short neck. or a regular sized neck. It, <laughs> it it can in fact uh, it seems stretch that out and. Um, doing in doing so, you you will notice the 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 shoulder divot from where it rests. <laughs> it's smoothed where it rests, like it's like it's a, like worn smooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like when you touch a statue and you can see where everyone's been touching it because yeah. it's like worn away. It's like I want my cat to rest on my shoulder, and you know, uh, that that sounds nice, but I don't want it to like stretch its neck up from ground level up to my shoulder and drape its little head across. (laughs) It didn't say its neck was like six feet long. I know, but it's... uh, It's it's a long, elegant neck. I don't know. I don't know what an elegant neck looks like. Yeah, like a swan, Brayden. Like Like a a swan. swan. Like a swan, compared to, like, you know, a dog, it feels like that's going to be a long neck. Pretty weird long neck. 
Yeah, I'm just. Oh man. You ever read Swan Boy? No. Is it's a, a book? comic. Oh, comic. No, it's a web comic. Branson Reese. This is my uh, my plug for Swan Boy. It's very good. Yeah. You should read it. Not for not for uh, listeners of all ages. I will I've, say. I googled Swan Neck, and I don't recommend this doing doing this yourself. But it appears to be like a uh, a deformity in the hand that can happen. Uh, oh. Which is know. not what I was actually searching for. But I just every wanted... time something like this happens, where you're like, I googled this. It was a mistake. I'm always like overcome with the urge to immediately google whatever it is you've told me not to google yeah and i mean yeah uh doesn't doesn't look uh it looks painful but also maybe it's just how some bones are formed uh so i don't i don't know uh anyway just how those bones do uh less less Um, less elegant uh than than espion's neck it would seem yeah Um, but let's uh, let's move on to the the you know the the other side of the coin of espion um, it's 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 dark counterpart Umbreon. Umbreon are dark predators that feed on the negative emotions of others. They can easily detect the mood of people by sniffing the air. Wow. Uh, so Umbreon can smell your bad vibes. Yeah. And eat them vibes. for sustenance. <laughs> These dark predators. Um, that's interesting uh, that they say dark predators and then immediately say, and what they eat is emotions. It's like, yes. Is that a predator then? Uh, Price is... on emotions, I guess. I don't know. Uh, kind of cool, though, because they, they, Espeon was also doing stuff with emotions. Um, yeah. I don't think, uh, uh, Umbreon was doing anything with emotions in its, uh, normal entries although i am glancing back at them and i noticed that gold said some i've completely forgot that this was a thing for Umbreon. when agitated this pokemon protects itself by spraying poisonous sweat from its pores oh yeah totally forgot about that um poison sweat yeah not a poison type by the way no just just a dark predator with uh with poisonous sweat um yeah the light of the moon changes genetic structure its body kind of glows sometimes, but yeah, nothing emotional as far as noise. Oh yeah, it sprays the sprays the sweat at its opponent's eyes when it gets angry. Jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, vicious. Um, so Espeon and Umbreon are both feeding on emotions, but Espeon was just sort of blanket drawing strength from emotions of others. Mm-hmm. Umbreon specifically likes to eat those negative emotions and sustenance, and it can it can sniff them out. Um, yeah. Which. I guess they they probably smell good to Umbreon if it's if it's eating them, um, but you know, just like uh. But we know that they are actually bad. We know that they're bad emotions. You may think that your anger is good because it smells like popcorn, but it's in fact <laughs> bad. I guess I don't know. Anger's not. Uh, I'm I'm not a, a big fan of subscribing to the the ideology of of. Emotions are either positive or negative, but mm, yeah, you you see what they're. The, they're going for here we have uh, yeah cultural sort of uh assignments of positive or negative to right. emotions certainly right. uh um and i guess umbreon has its own as well um but some is good and some is delicious yes um well let's uh 
what what kind, what kind of Pokemon is 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 Umbreon <laughs> according to the in, Inferkit here? Inferkit says Umbreon, the fossil Pokemon. Hmm. Umbreon evolved from Eevee about a week ago. Well, as a result of its evolution, Umbreon now has a much stronger hatred for any type of stone. <laughs> okay, first off. Okay. Well, not sure how it's a fossil Pokemon when it Yeah, I was going to say let's start ago. at the beginning. Umbreon, the fossil Pokemon. No. Uh-uh. Not only is that incorrect, it totally counteracts the next sentence they got. Right, that it evolved from Eevee a week ago. It's like, it's the how's the fossil Pokemon then? <laughs> it's the fossil Pokemon in that it really hates stone. Right, I guess. And fossils are also stone. Uh... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to how to rationalize this one. I, I can see the hatred because uh, the other evolutions usually evolve through some kind of stone, but not Umbreon. Mm, true. It evolves through emotion. Uh, so Umbreon is jealous. It's, it's, is what you're telling it's me. generous. Like, why did I have to work so hard to, to evolve? Why couldn't I have just... Uh... Had a stone. Yeah. The other thing is, though... That as a result of its evolution, Umbreon now has a much stronger hatred for any type of stone. The implication being that before it evolved, it did still hate stone. Mm-hmm. It's just got a much stronger hatred even, now. Even more so, like, so. Baseline, Eevee well, well, still makes, hates stone. That makes sense because Eevees that hate stones would turn into Umbreons because they're not going to go they're for They're not going to go near uh, yeah, a fire stone or whatever. Yeah. Sure. So that, that kind of tracks. Um Looking at uh, yeah, Aerodactyl is the fossil, is, is the fossil Pokemon, which shares its category with uh, you know Arctovish, Arctozolt, Dracovish, and Dracozolt, which were the Sword and Shield fossil Pokemon, um, and the, Umbreon, obviously, and and Umbreon, obviously, <laughs> the, the prehistoric you know be- before before there was light, there was darkness, and and in a that darkness ago. was was Umbreon about a week ago. <laughs> I love the casual, like, yeah, it was like a week ago. <laughs> Just, uh, okay, cool. Not not sure where they, they got into that, but but here we are. Um, okay, let's, uh, we got a few more evolutions to go, and I can't, I can't chew on that last entry anymore, I don't think. <laughs> the, nothing left for me there. So, so let's, All right. let's see what Leafeon. Leafeon. Uh, <clears throat> This Pokemon is affiliated with the chlorophyll-producing plants. It has the ability to take any form based on the chlorophyll-producing plants that are most abundant in the area. Got a real fixation on the the chlorophyll-producing plants uh, this this round. It's affiliated with the chlorophyll-producing plants. Yeah. um, It's got some kind of an agreement with them, or I don't know. Chlorophyll is found in virtually all photosynthetic organisms, including green plants, uh, cyanobacteria, and algae. So, why are they feeling the need to make that distinction? Then? This, like, what other is, plants are you talking about? This is like most plants, yeah. Um, but uh, I guess I wonder did did Leafeon say anything about chlorophyll in its entries? Like, uh, I doubt it. Chlora. One of its abilities is chlorophyll. It's hidden ability. Ah. Um, what does that do? Um, doubles the abilities bearer's speed during bright sunshine. Sure. Um, so okay, there's. I'm assuming that's where they're where they're getting this word from. 
but it can also change its appearance. It has the ability to take any form, based on the plants that are most abundant in the area. So not really any form, just like <laughs> the form whatever of, plants happen to be around. The form of plants or the, the form of things based on those plants. Like, I don't, I'm not sure what the difference is there, but uh, that's what we got. Um, and naturally, as such, it is also affiliated with those plants. <laughs> like, what do you mean affiliated? Like, <laughs> affiliated makes it sound like they have some sort of deal so worked like, out. Yeah, there's like an organization of plants. They're like, all right, Leafeon, you're you're not like really a plant, but you, you're affiliated with us. Like, you can hang. You can use us to form the basis of your uh, form changes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, very very interesting for for Leafeon. Um, what is uh? But if you don't produce chlorophyll, don't bother. Yeah, no, don't. Not yeah, you're not, you're a, not, you're not a plant in Leafeon's eyes. Mm-mm. Um, well, and Furkit's gonna uh, do a little bit of your normal job for you and, and give you give you some some etymology here. Oh, good. Okay, Leafeon comes from the word leaf. It loves plants and can tell by the color of the leaves at any given moment. Sure. This Pokemon remo- receives so much sunlight that its blo- its body can fluoresce. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so Leafeon comes from the word leaf. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't, was pretty sure of that, of that, but could have official confirmation. <laughs> From Pokedex entry, I love even it's like such an obvious name source that even the AI was like, I know this one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I got this one. Don't tell me. That's Leaf. I recognize that. Yeah, and as as such, it loves plants and can tell by the color of the leaves at any given moment. Yep. Yes. That's... Indeed. That is, I think, a sentence. It, I don't think it is. It has a subject and a verb. And... Yeah. Um, also, it receives so much sunlight that its body can fluoresce. Can you just imagine just like the shining leafy on just so much, so much sunlight. Uh, fluoresce uh, meaning to, to shine or glow brightly due to fluorescence, which is... Uh, the, Got nothing to do with sunlight. The visible or invisible radiation mediated by certain substances as a result of uh, incident radiation of a shorter wank leg, such as X-rays or ultraviolet light. Yeah, the the property of absorbing light of short wavelength and emitting light of longer wavelength. Um, huh. So you know, uh, if you know what that well, means, then, you know. it doesn't matter how long I go out in the sun, I will not start to glow. No, not like Leafeon. Um, and I guess it's, it's able to tap into like the ultraviolet aspect of, of the sun's, the sun's rays, uh, to, uh, fluoresce, to fluoresce, you know, a word that you never <laughs> think you're going to see until you, you start generating Pokedex entries from fluoresce, an AI. a word. <laughs> so much sunlight. Um, yeah, just all kinds of great facts here. Um, we learned about where it's, its name, um, we learned that it loves plants and can do something with them and that it can glow. <laughs> it, can, it can determine something based on the color of the leaves at any given moment. 
Yeah, you know, I thought about trying to, like, finesse that out into a sentence that made sense, but I was like, well, I think I'm just going to leave that. <laughs> this is what it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, not not incredible, but but interesting nonetheless, I would say, for, for Leafy on here. Um, let's keep going. Um, tell me about uh, Glaceon's body, why don't you, Will? Glaceon. <clears throat> This Pokemon has incredible flexibility. Mm. It can freely control the degree to which it is composed of solid ice. <laughs> okay. I mean, that sort of tracks. It's still a little weird, though. Is the... I mean, flexibility and solid ice, not two mm. concepts that I generally associate with one another. They might not mean physical flexibility, just it's flexibility mm. to, to change at sure. all. And as, as such, Emotional, it can moral. control how how much ice it is composed of. Solid ice. So it can become solid ice. Or, you know, only partly so. Yeah, you know, like uh, like Iceman in the X-Men, you know, you can just be kind Actually, of snowy. And, excellent point. That is, or that is solid exactly ice. like Iceman. Yeah. Um, another another person with, with extreme flexibility i guess um if you want to define flexibility in that way yes. yeah <laughs> but not a. I mean probably not like bendy or rubbery <laughs> i think glaceon uh, right unless it may be only when it's not composed of solid ice or, or maybe that's why it's so incredible <laughs> because it's, yeah that is you wouldn't believe how flexible it is for yeah. something made entirely from ice. Right. Um, uh, unfortunately, though, I think Infurkit's gonna undermine that flexibility a bit with, with, with their mm. their take on, on Glaceon. Alright, so Infurkit says, An ice-type Pokemon that can produce spikes of ice in its body. Because of this, it is very fragile. Mm. It will freeze if something hot is placed on its body for too long. You know, like, uh... What? <laughs> like, like how you do when... You gotta... <laughs> I don't, what? I don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's freezing in reaction to a hot thing. It's trying to control its body to, to freeze up mm, to counteract yeah. the heat, I guess? That's That that makes as much sense as anything is that's, going to. Yeah, I think that's the best I'm gonna be able to come up with. Um... Also, it's very fragile, not flexible, <laughs> according to this. Because um, of all those spikes <laughs> of ice in its body. Because because it can generate, because it can produce spikes of ice in its body, it is very fragile. Doesn't Na- seem naturally. worth it. <laughs> yeah. Don't produce the spikes. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Do you think, like, because it makes it, so when you move around, it's like, oh, I'm getting poked from the inside by a spike of ice. I, very fragile. <laughs> I shouldn't have made that icicle in my stomach. That was a mistake. Why did you do that, Glaceon? Why don't you produce spikes of ice on your body? Or, yeah. you know, Just anywhere, anywhere else, else but in. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's, uh, that's, that's Glaceon. Well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take it as it is. And... Yeah, yeah, you take the ice producing powers that you're offered, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Even if, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what purpose you would want spikes of ice in your body for, like, ever. No. No, I can't. 
It just makes you fragile. Maybe it produces them inside to then like shoot them out in its mouth to or something. Vomit them forth. <laughs> like Squirtle or Mortortle. <laughs> yeah, just projecting that, that sharp objects. Sense. But it's just it's just very fragile. Got a belly full of spikes. <laughs> got a belly full of spikes. It's it's ready to to, to shoot, I guess, That's but it's also belly full, <laughs> belly full of spikes. Yeah. Uh, um. Incredible, incredible flexibility and fragility. That's Glaceon. Solid ice. Don't uh. Don't leave your coffee on it. I guess, or it will freeze. It will freeze, because it does. It wants nothing to do with that. It's just gonna, like solid ice, frozen immediately. <sighs> but only if you leave it on there for too long. You know, a little, long, yeah. a little bit's okay. <laughs> Great. If you give it a hug or something. Yeah. Um, well, okay. I think we should we should wrap up with our. Our final evolved form of Eevee, um, the one and only Sylveon, which I think has some of the best entries here. Um, Sylveon being the fairy type, yes? Yes, the fairy type evolution. It sends a soothing aura from its ribbon-like feelers to calm fights. Um, It can stop any conflict by releasing Mm. enmity-erasing waves, according to Sword. Pretty wild. Yeah. Not any AI entries. It, uh, it it gives the ribbon-like feelers give off an aura that weakens hostility in its prey, causing them to let down their guard. Then it attacks, uh, according to the sun. So, you know, they, they can resolve conflicts, but they can also hunt. They um, can also finish them. Yeah. So just a, just a just brief recap on, on Sylveon's normal um, abilities as we know them. Um, let's find out what AI Dungeon thinks it can do. All right. AI Dungeon says, This Pokemon generates its own light making it a living shadow. Hmm. It uses its shadow-generating ability to immobilize and defeat its prey, (laughs) mainly Pokemon, which it lures with its song. Mainly, but not exclusively. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One sentence at a time here. (laughs) All right. It generates its own light. Great. I'm on board. (laughs) Making it a living shadow. You have lost. If this, me. then that, right? This is this is how this is how light works. Only a living shadow could produce its own light. Flashlight, like, living shadow, living shadow. The sun, a living shadow, a living shadow. <laughs> and and as such, <laughs> okay, all right. Uses, as such, it uses its shadow generating ability to immobilize and defeat its prey. So, shadow generating which if you can generate light you therefore can also generate shadows you're that's generating true. shadows so that's, that's fair that that's tracks fair. i guess i don't generally again if i was holding a flashlight i wouldn't be like yes my shadow generator but <laughs> i guess it's technically accurate yes <laughs> i'm gonna actually i maybe spoke too soon i'm probably gonna start doing that uh <laughs> yeah yeah to Turn on the the shadow generator on what your is phone. Mass shadow, mass shadow generator. That that name just popped up in my head. Um, I believe it was a, in according to the Wikipedia, I think this was, this was from mm-hmm. Kotor two, a rumored super weapon that could simultaneously exist in real space and hyperspace. Generator Whoa. was included in a Rebel Alliance report compiled by somebody. Blah 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 blah. blah. 
Okay, I think the I think this is what happened on Malachor Five, which is a planet that got effed up. Um, spoilers for 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 Kotor Two. Uh, that was a Sylveon, actually. That was Sylveon, um, the 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 generator, the shadow generator. Um, so not okay, only where were it, we? It's generating its own light. It's a living such. shadow. It's using its shadow generating ability to immobilize and defeat its prey. I don't understand how that works. Uh, what prey is being immobilized and defeated by shadows? Immobilized in fear, perhaps? Um, I don't it's know. It's just shadows. It's just shadows. <laughs> but shadows can be scary if you don't But then know. also, it's luring those prey with its song. This sounds like... It generates light and song. It's a very evocative uh, description of, of, of how exactly it lures and defeats its prey. It's uh, which is mainly Pokemon, by it's, the way. Mainly. It's yes, mainly Pokemon, <laughs> not exclusively. Some people, you some know. <laughs> you know, you hear a good song, uh, the vibes are right, uh, and suddenly you're immobilized by, by shadows. shadows. Um, it's uh, it's like uh, like the shadow sirens in, in Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door. You know, <laughs> they uh, a topical reference. Yes, I've been playing a lot of Paper Mario: Thousand Year Door. <laughs> Um, it's uh, so yeah. You just you just hear this this haunting, enchanting song. You you go and see it. Um, and then all of a sudden shadows are forming and immobilizing and defeating you, and then you're getting eaten by Sylvia. Um, the 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 terror of the night. Sounds, yeah, it sounds pretty pretty terrifying when you put it that way. Yeah, it sounds pretty like the opposite of most of the vibes we you would of normally Sylveon. get from Sylveon, but yeah. I guess it like we said, it does it does lure in prey. Uh what what did it say? I will say it it sounds a lot more like it's like if fairy type were like old school fairy type. You right. Know? The You're kind right. of fairy that'll kidnap you and away to the fairy realm. Right. Cause yeah, like Sun Sun said that, that it uses its aura to to weaken hostility and let make them let down their guard before attacking. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 a fairy type and it's like pretty and fun and happy, but it's it, it's got tricks, trick, trick, tricksy fairies doing yeah. doing stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, but but just in case you weren't frightened enough by by Sylveon's presence, uh, Inferkit will should should solidify that for you here. The Sylveon that appears in this Pokedex would appear friendly until you try to approach it, at which point it becomes aggressive. You must walk away and shut your lights off. <laughs> always always appreciate some clear extru- instructions on how to avoid dangerous <laughs> Stop, Pokemon. Stop, drop, and roll. Yeah, very Back away. step by step. Shut your lights off. I don't know. Sylveon's the only one generating light in this in this uh, area. So. Right. Yeah, you're angering it by <laughs> by generating your own. And you you see the picture here. It it it, it looks friendly. It would appear friendly, but if you get like, close, yeah, are they are they talking about all Sylveon or just the one that is pictured in this Pokedex? Yeah, this, like, one, this one looks nice, but it's a real jerk. Yeah, don't get close to it. Yeah. It will you become must aggressive. Walk away. <laughs> you must walk away and shut, and your, shut lights. your lights up. You like, must. You must. My lights? Like, am I in a car or am I walking? Which is it? 
Doesn't matter. Whatever lights you have on you, shut them off. Turn your phone off. Get the flash off. The Sylveon's getting aggressive. Get in your car and turn the lights off. Drive away. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sylveon, um, surprisingly the uh, the most frightening of the punch here. Yeah, uh, well, but... it would appear friendly, but no, no, no. Mm-mm. Wrong. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's a living shadow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, very much a reflection on sort of the uh, the contrast between light and dark and how they're actually the two sides of the same coin. Uh, yeah, it really makes you think. Really makes you think. Very uh, high-level philosophy coming from the uh, AI dungeon. Yeah. And in good. her kit. Good stuff. Well, uh, I think that's a great place to, to wrap up. We got we got through all the EV revolutions in one episode instead of um, eight. Yeah, so that's true. It took us way more episodes last time. Yeah, that's that's the power of AI. Well, um, yeah, in, incredible, incredible new uh, facts and info um, coming to you straight from Beyond the Ball every time we do one of these. Um, I accidentally looked ahead at an entry, and there's some <laughs> really good stuff. Oh, good, good. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I I have a lot of fun making the AI come up with these, and uh, as 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 you just heard for the past hour, we have a lot of fun reading them and and trying to parse them. Which this is good practice for for the real Pokédex because this is we, like we have the... enough trouble like making sense of that one. So yeah. this is like hard mode. Yeah, we were just talking about this last episode. The whole like weighted clothing thing oh yeah the, this is our version for, of the weighted clothing training for, for... mean mean shows weighted fur this yes is, exactly this this these are weighted us. pokedex entries that yes we're training yeah. with these ai dungeon episodes are us putting on the the heavy gloves and boots yes um but don't worry uh the, the, they'll probably be off by the, by the next episode you hear unless we're in a, a real um Brayden, you not... said something terrible happened that's <laughs> something really bad happened I don't know. I, I shouldn't say that. I'm maybe jinxing it. I don't. Know. Yeah, we're gonna need to use this eventually. <laughs> yeah, and and hopefully it's not for something terrible. But yeah, um, regardless, thank you so much for listening. Um, I I hope you enjoyed this as much as we uh, enjoyed making it. Thank you to I guess yeah AI AI Dungeon, which you can find at uh, AI Dungeon.io and Inforkit, which is Inforkit.com. It has a a free demo that you can kind of which has like a, a character limit per week. So you can just kind of generate mm. stuff to, to, to see where it goes. Um, yeah. Check those out. If you're, if you're curious or want to make some, some jokes and, and funny goof em ups uh, like we do here. Um, and uh, thank you to, to party fish media, which is our podcast network. Um, you can find out more about them and all the other cool shows that they are. Uh, hosting, hosting at partyfish.media. And uh, and of, of course, you can also now uh, you can if you want to support our show, throw us a throw us a little money. Go to go to kofi.com slash beyond the ball. That's uh, ko f i dot com slash beyond the ball. We uh, we need money, <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, yeah, it'd be nice nice to get it from this instead of uh, working more. Um, yeah, so also true. Yeah. Um, if you if you if you want to support the show that way, it would uh, really mean a lot to us, um, and we appreciate it. But for now, we're we're gonna get out of here. Um, we're gonna try to 
jerk our brains back into reality. Of, yeah, God, I have to, <laughs> I have to be a person now. Yeah, um, try to think of all the normal things that that human beings and animals can do. Um, so, so we, we're we're gonna go get started on that. My I'm name, gonna go generate some shadows. Yeah, I'm gonna go charge my Jolteon batteries. Um, <laughs> but yes, my name is Great. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.